What's up? It's your girl here, Maya Sanita, and welcome to the Refined Nation Station. Hey, listen, my mission is to inspire others as they are refined in Christ. Stay tuned. Let's have a great time. Yeah. What's up, Refine Nationers? Welcome back to the Refine Nation Station, the podcast. We are in a new series entitled Make Moves. Yes, welcome to 2023. We are in a whole new year, guys. And I'm so excited, Refine Nationers, that I have a chance to start this year off with you. So today's topic is going to be called Let's Do a 21 Day Fast. Love it, hate it, survive through it. I mean, like, it's a long title, I'm not gonna lie, but I really wanna encourage you guys to love it or hate it it or survive through it. Let's do a 21 day fast together. I believe that as we do so and consecrate ourselves to the Lord and not just, you know, detox in our bodies, because let's get serious. A lot of us have already eaten more than our share portion between Thanksgiving and the new year. We have indulged in so many sweets. I don't know about you, but I know that I probably have eaten more sweets over the past two weeks than I had probably all of last year. But, but I really feel as though not only just to kind of cleanse our body or whatever the case may be, but really really to submit ourselves to what God has in store for us in this year. But before we get into the details of the 21 day fast, go ahead and follow the podcast and be sure to share it with a friend or two. Also be sure to rate the podcast. No, really, please share the podcast. Thanks as we go ahead and get started. All right. So I was actually thinking like, why 21 days? A lot of people already know this, but just as a friendly reminder, 21 days is the amount of time that it takes to actually create a habit. So I believe that by doing a 21 day fast, yeah, you are going to develop some newer habits if you focus the correct way on it. Sometimes we just suffer through a fast. I don't know about you and many of my friends as well. We just kind of suffer through the fast. And then at the end of it, you've already prepared what you're going to eat when you come off the fast, like the way that you're going to break it. Like you're already thinking about what foods you're going to eat. You already know exactly what time it is you're going to eat it. Some people set their clocks and wake up at 12 uh, midnight just to break the fast so they can eat and then they just gorge on it. And I really don't want us to do it that way this time if, if possible. I think it's actually a lot easier to go ahead and really focus differently so that you're not suffering, but really just focusing on what it is that God wants us to do this year. And we're just going to talk a little bit about how to go about kind of preparing our mentality for the fast as well as when we come out of it because when we come out we want to be stronger in Christ we don't want to just say okay I did 21 days of fast and I suffered through it like that's definitely not the goal so let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about how we can create this habit so when creating this habit we're not really focusing on what we're going to eat rather we're developing a habit that will promote and build a deeper relationship with God fasting helps us to submit and surrender parts of our lives that maybe we have been choosing to keep under control ourselves. Uh, Maybe there's some things that you just kind of like about you that you don't want to surrender over to God, that you just want to live with. And by doing this fast and submitting all of ourselves and consecrating all that we have to Christ, we will cultivate a new lifestyle in him. So let's do this. So what are some of the benefits of fasting? Although fasting can be challenging and very uncomfortable, some of the benefits can be that we boost our performance. We protect ourselves from gaining weight. Basically, we'll lose weight. 
appetite, and any other diseases. We reduce inflammation, improve overall fitness, support weight loss, decrease the risk of certain diseases. One of the scriptures that I really enjoy is Matthew 6.16, when it says, And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces, that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. I really find that funny Um, every time I read it, only because it's kind of like sometimes when you're fasting, you get into this woe is me mentality where you're just kind of like having this frump on your face. You, you know, like we're supposed to wash our face and look good and, you know, keep up joyful spirits, I suppose. But a lot of times because we're so used to eating and feeding our flesh that we just walk around looking a little sad sometimes or whatever the case may be. And I don't know why this is. And I know some of you guys can attest to this, but whenever you go into work and you first day of the fast, everybody wants to do a pizza party. Like, what is this pizza party? I just started this fast and I'm not eating any pizza or something crazy or somebody brings donuts and I mean, it never fails every single time. And so it's like, you kind of have to say no, but like be cheerful at the same time. And it just is crazy, right? You don't want to do that, but you know, that's just one way that we really can submit our flesh to what God has for us. And by just saying a simple no and going back to wherever your cubicle or office is and you know hopefully maybe you're still working from home and you're able to go home and just do what you need to do there so you're not thinking about it and then there's the other factor of it that I know some of you guys like have children or some of you ladies and men have children and uh it's just like man you gotta fix dinner for them so now you're smelling the food you don't want to get mad you don't want to get sad they they're going to get on your nerves but we have to keep this demeanor that is um humble and I think that we have to also keep a demeanor that is kind of open to what Holy Spirit has to say. I think like the first couple of days that you are fasting, we tend to, I think they're the hardest, right? I think the first three days are the hardest. And because of that, it's like every little thing can get on your nerves. And I think that's one of the reasons why it says in Matthew 6 that we should uh, wash our face and go on about our day. Because like, listen, you're not going to be happy. Not those first three days. It's going to be like we said before, love it, hate it, survive through it. But you have to to be willing to go through the process of it and stick with it. God has great plans for you, plans that will prosper you. And this is a prosperous way for us to move forward in what God has for our lives. So what is it that we need to do in order to kind of maintain a spirit of joy? One of the things that we can do is in those times when we're supposed to eat, we're actually going to read our Bible. So for breakfast, maybe read a scripture. And then when lunchtime comes around, read another scripture. When you want a snack and you have a moment, maybe you could read a scripture or if you're working and you're able to you can even place in headphones and listen to scripture things like that or just turn on the podcast let that encourage you refine nation i am here for you whatever it is that you do and then of course on in dinner time if you wanted to you can also go ahead and just take a moment and read the word again the word of god is life the bible talks about how it is the bread of life so just take time to just instead of eating a full out meal do a full out spiritual meal. By doing so, you'll find that, yeah, your stomach might be hungry, but your spirit will be full. And as you continue to do so, you'll know and develop and grow into those things that God has called you to do. It's going to build you up in, for the rest of this year, basically. And you'll continue to want to do it. It's like when you you eat a good meal um, and you're like, man, like my mom and I, we went out to eat the other day. And when we finished, man, this was such a great meal. Man, next time I go, I'm definitely going to get this same meal because I liked it. And it's the same way when we read our Bible. It's okay, Refine Nationers, to go back and read the same scripture again because it will bring a revelation after revelation after revelation 
every single time that you read it. And it's going to be a delight to your soul. All right, so I looked up 10 different ways that we can fast. And we're just gonna kind of go through it a little bit. One of the ways that we can fast is called the Disciples Fast. And it's found in Matthew 17, 21. And it says, for deliverance from sin, addiction, bondage. If we fast, we can break the power of sin and addictions that limit our freedom. Then number two is the Ezra Fast. So the Ezra Fast is pretty cool. It looks like it's found in Ezra 8, 21 through 23. And it says that is a fast that you can do for help with solving problems for protection from Satan. Let's just face it. The enemy is always trying to steal, kill, and destroy. But in this season of our lives, we will know who God is and we will live in the prosperity and the abundance that Jesus has brought us to have. So we have that. Number three is the Samuel fast. And that's found in 1 Samuel 7 verse 6 for revival. Oh man, that's actually a pretty good fast for revival. I know a lot of the times the church is talking about revival. You hear it every single day, right? Revival for the nation, revival for our city, revival for our school, revival for our family, revival. I mean, let's just face it. We need revival. It says here that the people were bound by idol worships and needed deliverance. And Samuel called them to seek God and bring the ark back to Jerusalem. If we fast, and pray for revival, then God will pour himself out on his people. Wow. I think that's another great way that we can fast. If you're fasting, let's just say that you are in need of a breakthrough in your household. By doing so, it allows God to enter into your household and it allows God to to have control over the situation just by simply fasting. What a break that would be. Number four talks about the Elijah fast, mental freedom and emotional problems or habits. So if you're looking for something in that nature, it's found in 1 King 19, 4 through 8. It's a scripture reference that you can use during this time of fast. Number five is the widow fast. Oh man, my heart goes out to every widow out there as knowing that God cares for you. That's found in 1 Kings 17, 9 through 16. And fasting to provide for the needy. The widow went without food to meet the physical needs of someone else. Yeah, you see that in 1 Kings 17. And it talks about because she sacrificed her food, God made sure that she had more than enough food. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is talking about this widow woman and how God prepared so much for her because she was willing to sacrifice for the prophet. Just really just a testimony of it all, right? Number six is the Paul fast. And this is a fast for physical healing and to get direction from God. If we fast and submit our will to God, he will reveal his will to us. And oh man, what a great way to just kind of think if you're in need of a physical healing that just by fasting and allowing God to be the center of your attention, that he will come and be Jehovah Rophe in your life. Wow, that's just super powerful. Let's talk about number seven, the John the Baptist fast. That can be found in Luke 1.15. Man, John the Baptist was a radical, right? But it says that in Luke 1.15, it talks about it is to enhance our walk with God and witness. If we fast for the influence of our testimonies to reach others for Christ, God will use us. There's a way that you can fast where when you're fasting and you're focusing on your walk with God, it is as if you have like a John the Baptist fast. Remember, he was there preparing the way because he knew Jesus was coming and he was out there as a witness of who Jesus was. Wow, just beautiful, right? And so then there's number eight, the Esther fast. The Esther fast is found in Esther 
chapter 4, 16, 5 through 2. And it says, for protection from the evil one. If we fast for protection, God will deliver us from evil. So if you know the story of Esther, she went ahead and called a fast. And hers was actually, I believe, a three-day fast. But when she called this fast, it was for protection of a nation. So maybe there are some things that you are in need of protection from. Well, maybe your family or maybe there's something pertaining to your job or maybe it's something pertaining to your mind. I think that if we fast and just trust in the Lord with all of our heart, he'll be the one to protect our mind as we go through this fast. Number nine talks about the Jesus fast. And this is found in Matthew 4, 1 through 2. And it's for spiritual power and victory over temptation, the flesh, and the devil. So this is found uh, in Matthew 4, 1 through 2. Of course, a lot of people know about how um, Jesus was tempted in the Bible. But by doing this fast, one, you can actually expect to be tempted, but it will be with the power of the Holy Spirit that he will keep you as you pursue and you press forward. Remember, we talked about loving it, hating, and surviving it. And so we're not just going to survive it. We are going to thrive in this year. So I just believe that if you choose to do that fast, that's another focus point that you can do. And finally, number 10. Number 10, of course, is probably the most popular one, and it's the Daniel fast. The Daniel fast is for health and to seek God's favor, purpose, and vision for your life. I believe this is found in Daniel 1, 5 through 21, and then again in 10, 3. It says that he told the people, listen, I'm not going to eat what you eat. I'm going to do what I need to do. And he became strong, you know, in the Lord because he follow what God had told him to eat. So I think it's important as we choose which fast we're going to do just to kind of remember that, yes, we want to do something that is pertaining to food. Yes, a lot of people do social media and you can do that too. I mean, I'm not saying not to. You can do television. If you want to, you could do that too. But I really want you to focus on a meal. Like maybe you're just doing breakfast or maybe you're just doing lunch or maybe you're just doing dinner or maybe you're doing six to six or maybe you're just doing a liquid fast or maybe you're just going to do, you know, one meal a day, whatever the case may be, just once you choose it, be concrete in it and keep your focus. And as you do so, just believing that God is going to bring breakthrough for your life. He's going to bring breakthrough for your children. He's going to bring breakthrough for your church. He's going to bring breakthrough for your family. He's going to bring breakthrough for your job situation, your finances. He's going to bring breakthrough in it all. But even the more you will have a closer relationship with Christ because of it. And that really is what we want. We don't want our flesh to be so strong. We want our flesh to be submitted under the authority of Christ so that when we move forward in what God has called us to do, we are in tuned with Holy Spirit. Our spirit man is aligned with Christ and we can go forward doing these things that he called us to do for 2023. I believe that you can do it. I believe that God has called you to do it and I'll be sure to check in with you guys as we go along just to make sure that, hey, you are doing this fast. And it might not be every podcast episode, but it's definitely going to be a check-in from here and there. So I want you guys just to begin to focus in on this as we go ahead and continue on. One of the most popular scriptures that's always said is some things only come through fasting and prayer. And I really wanted to focus on that topic just slightly. You could find the scripture reading actually in Mark. It's Mark chapter 9 and the exact one is going to be on verse number 29. But we're going to kind of read the whole thing just out of reference here because I really do feel as though it would give us kind of more of an idea. Believe it or not, I I believe that fasting can be a source of deliverance for yourself, for others. Mark chapter 9, verse 17 through 29. And it talks about how a man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought my son to you who was possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws
throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they couldn't do it. Verse 19 says, you unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. I love that. Number 20. So he brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, it immediately threw the boy into convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around foaming at the mouth. And Jesus answered the boy's father, how long has this child been like this? And he said, from childhood, it it has often thrown him into fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. And Jesus said, if you can. Everything is possible for one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Verse number 25. When Jesus saw that a crowd was running to the scene, he rebuked the impure spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said. I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. 26 says, the spirit shrieked, convulsed him violently and came out. And the boy looked so much more like a corpse that the man said, is he dead? Number 27 says, Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him to his feet and he stood up. After Jesus had gone indoors, his disciple asked him privately, why couldn't we drive it out? And Jesus answered, this kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. And I just really wanted to leave that with you today. A lot of times when people think about fasting, they're just thinking about how they are going to have to go through a particular situation where they're not eating food or they're lacking something that they normally would enjoy. But when you think about what fasting really does, there's a power behind fasting. And in this example, it was clear to see that Jesus had been fasting because he said these things only come by prayer and fasting, which meant that Jesus had been fasting. So he had another level of authority that the disciples had not yet become accustomed to. And we learned that just in different readings of the scripture, but that we can go to at a later date. But I just want to encourage you that by fasting, there are uh, demonic things and maybe uh, even deliverance things that you will, that will break off of you that will no longer be able to hold a grip on you because of the fact that you are fasting and consecrating yourself to Jesus, that you are surrendering yourself to God. So I encourage you as you go through this fasting to expect there to be a change, um, that generational curses will be broken off of you. I even declare that over your life, that every generational curse that has been trying to hold you captive as you begin to fast and as you begin to pray and as you begin to focus in on the word of God, may that thing break off of you and never to return in the mighty name of Jesus. And I declare it to be so. So Refine Nationers, let's go ahead and do a 21 day fast. Remember this 21 day fast starts on January the 9th through the 29th and we are going to focus on God. Reading a scripture instead of eating food. We'll read a scripture for breakfast. We'll read a scripture for lunch. We'll read a scripture for dinner. We'll read it if we're hungry. We'll put scripture on in the background. We'll continue to feed our spirit man with the word of God. So just go ahead and get your mind wrapped around this because we're doing this Refine Nationers and I tell you what I'm doing it and I'm not leaving you behind. So let's go ahead and take this 21 day fast and win. (laughs)
Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, subscribe, or follow for more upcoming content. You can find Refine Nation Station on any podcast platform where you listen to your audio podcast. Also, if you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, now is always a good time. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And as always, Jesus loves you. And guess what? I do too. Be blessed.